Welcome to Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. We are still in our series on rebuilding and or strengthening relationships, both professionally and personally. Um, Yesterday, we left off with number seven and eight, which was sharing a vision and sharing responsibilities or roles. Uh, There was a lot of detail in that. I covered an awful lot in a short amount of time. Um, I'm going to move right into number, uh, actually number nine, um, and we're going to talk about the importance of developing that camaraderie, developing that bond that you have with either your team or your family. But we're going to have to split this in two today. So I'm going to spend half the first half of the time talking on a corporate level, and the second half I'm going to talk about personal fa- uh, family relationships. They're both critically important, but we need to understand this. And then tomorrow we'll get more into specific uh, calendaring that you can do to create these types of bonds and relationships. So, so today, um, in general, I want to cover first corporate by saying to you, you know, and when it comes to teams, if all you do is come in and punch a clock and then go home and nobody ever has has time to form any kind of relationship or camaraderie, the team is less likely to be effective. Uh, just like in sports team, if they don't spend time, you know, celebrating together, enjoying one another, you know, uh, relishing in how, how they dealt with the crisis, how they manage the issues together, they're not going to feel like a bonded team. Well, it's the same in a corporate environment. If all they do is just have a workload and a task list, they're never going to feel like a bonded team. But if they're allowed opportunities to work on solutions together in team building and in regular meetings, regular training, and and I know sometimes it's a touchy subject for certain companies, and they might be saying, you know, we just don't have it in the budget. Well, let me just tell you something. Um, there's, there's statistically proven that, that uh, there's a dollar thirty-seven per dollar to be earned just in the ROI or investment for team building. So there's a massive amount of money being lost because teams are not willing to take that time or invest that time into team building. It is absolutely vital. I mean, we're talking about human beings, not machinery here. Human beings need that camaraderie. They need to feel like a unified team. And I've covered in the past different teams. I've talked about different teams, even in uh, in the area that I work with, that have great team building efforts in place. And they feel more like a family. They celebrate like a family. They work on solutions like a family. They deal with crisis together, all building on solutions. And they become a very vital team and have been in the best and brightest companies. So this is something that you really can't leave out. You just can't. Not if you want to be successful. Not if you want to see that bottom line change. Because helping the people to feel like a team is going to just create measured results. So team building opportunities where they're brought together to work on the solutions together, to work on crises together, is going to groom their hearts and minds to see from a more unified perspective. So that is absolutely crucial, and you have to provide those opportunities. If you can do them weekly, that's fabulous. Um, I have something called uh, team huddles where you just get together maybe for even 15 to 20 minutes every Monday or every Friday, and I know big companies that do this. And they'll just go around, around, and they'll they'll state all their victories. 
then they'll go around, they'll say all their goals. And, you know, if you have a bigger team, you may have to break this into smaller portions. And then you're going to talk about the agenda for the week in a very short form. You know, maybe do some high fives, fist bumps, whatever. Get them rallied up, excited, celebrate one another, and then move forward. If, if it's monthly, then make sure you incorporate you know, unified collaborative team building, which is what I do consistently in all of my corporate training. Okay, so we're going to shift gears to family now. Same exact philosophy, only this is what I want to talk about. You know, families that get together often, and I'm just going to use the dinner table today because that is such a, a, I mean, that's something we all have to do, right? We all have to eat. And unfortunately, statistics are staggering today. Uh, and it's declined over the years that now um, only 59% of Americans report that their family has, you know, that are reporting their family day has fewer family dinners. This is a terrible statistic. Um, families that eat around the table, there are some great statistics I'm going to go through and share a few with you right now. Um, but the, the benefits are, are incredible. Um, and so I just want to share real quick, if you have family members that are, are you know, that are able to start cooking, it's a great chance to bond with them. Teaching them how to cook can be some great family memories and learning that experience. But if you don't have a lot of time, even finding ways to prepare food in advance or, you know, simple meals that maybe you can do in a slow cooker or whatever, here's your statistics on improving it. So in a recent Columbia University study, 71% of teenagers say that they consider talking, catching up, and spending time with family members as the best part of family dinners, okay? Even if it only lasts a half an hour, it's still going to make a big impact. In fact, a 2000 2000 survey found that 9 to 14-year-olds who ate dinner with their families most frequently would consume more fruits and vegetables and less soda and fried foods, so better health. And a CASA report by um, CASA found that that teens that have between five and seven family dinners per week were twice as likely to report receiving A's and B's in school. So they need that bonding time. They need that time to collaborate, to talk over issues they're having, to to discuss, you know, whatever's in front of them at the moment, and and to just be a family. Um, research examining 5,000 teenagers show, uh, were shown that, that children that eat with their parents regularly are more likely to be emotionally strong, have better mental health, and we know depression is on the rise for teens. Teens who ate regularly with family meals were also more likely to be adjusted, have good manners and communication skills. So we're building social skills, we're building communication skills, all very important. And you know, they spend a lot of time behind screens, so that's a critical piece. Um, if you have a demanding job, finding time to eat with your family may actually even leave you feeling less stressed because you're investing in your family. You're investing in those relationships. Um, in 2008, researchers at a, Br- a Brigham Young University conducted a study of IBM employees and found that sitting down to family meals help working moms reduce tension and strain from long hours at the office. Not only that, but it's cheaper. Per meal, it's about $8 outside the home, but, but in the home, it's about four fifty a meal in your own kitchen. Okay, so so there's just a few statistics, hopefully some something to chew on here, uh, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, but it is so important, and I always believed in that when I raised my kids. My, my kids are adults now, but, you know, we always, I dedicated, in my mind, I had, and on my calendar, <laughs> I had at least three to four days a week that we allocated for meals around the table. Well, that's all we have time for today. Hopefully that gives you some nuggets to improve your relationships corporately and personally. I'm Michelle Steffes with your Journey to Greatness routine. Go out and enjoy time with the people around you and build those relationships. Thank you for joining